Hey everybody, welcome to the Blood, Sweat and Fears Christmas special. How are we doing, Alan? That is a fucking, that's a Christmas jumper, all right. Oh, for My voice is back. Yes. Is that what Santa gave you? Uh, yeah, that and neuropathy. So uh, we had a homophobic <laughs> illness take away the voice of a gay man, then Santa gave it back to you, like a... Yeah, but I don't savior. have a chimney, so he had to come in the back door to empty his sack. Jesus Christ, okay. Still had a lovely time. <laughs> had a great time being a homo alone at home watching Home Alone. <laughs> Good work. Kyle Samuel's back. Yay. <laughs> um, yes, I have returned. Yes. What a fabulous jumper. Thank you so much. Mm. Uh, I, I actually wore this at, uh, at my work, and we had a Christmas jumper competition for the staff. Guess who won, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing I do like about it, though, is it's raining, um, and the only part of my outfit that is waterproof is the post-it note I've sellotaped <laughs> to my chest. <laughs> How long have you had this? Uh, I've worn it at my work for the last four years on Christmas Jump 40. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're proud Different post-it note, though. It's impressive. Yeah. And Thanks. we have a really exciting guest for our Christmas special. Please welcome Kathleen Hughes. Hello. Yay. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you. That's ah, great to have you here, pal. That is also a very good Christmas jumper. Uh, I've gone for a classic traditional slant on, mm. uh, I feel a bit overdressed, if anything, I'll be honest. <laughs> You're just a bunch right. of childish jokers. Yeah. I was I was going to get an X-Men Christmas jumper, but it was too expensive and it would have taken ages to arrive on time. So I just stuck with this. It's what a Christmas, it it's a Christmas shirt. It's a lack of festive cheer disturbing. Yes. Uh, oh, classic. As we all know, I am a massive nerd. Love that. I've recently been... I was going to say being subjected to... That's not the word. All Star Wars is by <laughs> oh, my boyfriend. It's a, it's a lot um, of Star Wars. Yeah, we got to watch Rogue One a few days ago and it was all right. But I this haven't, isn't about that. I haven't watched Rogue One since it came out in theaters. It was okay. What's your favorite Star Wars? Uh, my favorite Star War is... Uh... <laughs> you know, that you must know, be the singular one. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm a big Return of the Jedi fan. Okay. Yeah. Great. I like the uh, episode three. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're called. The Revenge, one where he spins through the, the air. Yeah, yeah it's so yeah. good. It's, it's awful. Fun seeing Hayden Christensen look like a school shooter in that it's movie. It's so funny. Anyway, I don't think that's what it was going for. But that's not what we're here for. Hayden Christensen played uh, Anakin Skywalker in uh, Star Wars. Kyle, I know you're not a oh. nerd, so. I don't like your pronunciation of Skywalker there. <laughs> yeah, it sounded a bit like an insult. Yeah, it's, I, I it's Charlie Wallace uh, like uh, way he speaks. I, well, I've been English? speaking like him a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we should probably address this right off the bat because I know the the comment section is probably going crazy right now. Hey, I'm we've had of... a comment. Yeah. <laughs> no. Home Alone is not traditionally a horror film, but mm. it's a horror film for the robbers. That's my argument for it. Robber? No. No. I think... I was talking to Dean about this podcast and you said to me, what's like, I don't know if you said the scariest film or like the most unsettling film you've ever seen. And I immediately said Home Alone. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yes, Christmas special guest booked. And I was, I was kind of kidding on, but not really. I find it really unsettling as a film. I rewatched it a couple of nights ago and I watched it through my fingers. Like the last film I watched with my hands over my eyes was Midsummer, <laughs> and now Home Alone. Well, if it's you've got both of the seasons there. Yeah, exactly. You're covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, all two seasons. All two, yeah. Yeah, all two. Also, do we have to do the uh, Home Alone face for the thumbnail? Yeah. Okay, so. on three, everybody. In the camera, oh, wait. Mm -hmm. You didn't oh. do three, but it's fine. Kyle, 
Uh, oh. That's much better. There we go. Um, <laughs> I thought you said you, wa- you I mean, watched it through your eyes. I, I was with you. We were, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you watched it through your eyes. You should have been watching it like that. You watched it through your eyes. How else you fucking watch it? In your hands through the eyes. You know what I meant. I what you meant. Well, Kathleen, that's amazing. Watching it through your eyes. I really just You've come it. a long way. I know. I've, I've been very brave about it. You're an extremely talented person, Kathleen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, I find it deeply unsettling. Um, and I'm I'm actually excited to get into it because oh. as I was watching it, there was more that I was like, this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> is that like before the traps start? I'm really hoping yes. it's... Yes, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very disturbing. I was surprised there was only like... I thought the traps was like the whole film and then it was no. just like the last half an hour. No, yeah. it's like it's like it's like Saw. Everyone thinks that Saw is all about the traps, but the yeah. first film only really has like a couple of them and then that one big one at the end. And then like I said in the Saw episode, which is out with Rachel Jackson now, it's the home alone effect. It's uh, everyone like the <laughs> home alone <laughs> the home alone sequels are all about the traps and not enough about the story of like uh, Kevin learning to fend for himself essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, the I first, mean, I'd the, argue <laughs> fending for yourself and psychotic tendencies are two different things but and I, I don't say that lightly I don't like to throw terms like that around but we'll get into it yeah. do we enjoy the theory that uh, Kevin McAllister grew up to become Jigsaw well <laughs> I was going to say like the reason why uh, so like first saw films obviously a lot more kind of like psychological and it's because John Kramer's mum fucked off to Paris <laughs> that's why <laughs> That's, that's why he's like that, man. <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, just before we go, am I genuinely the only one in this room who actually loves this movie? No. Yes. Oh, don't... well, speak for me. I hate it. <laughs> really? It's a piece of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have very different ratings come the end of this. I love it. I don't hate it. I, and I don't want to come across as if I'm saying it's a bad film. I don't think it's a great film, but I think it's fine. Um, I think it has a reputation as like a fun family Christmas jaunt that it should not have. It should have like a, this is like a fucked, a fucked up cult classic should be its vibe. Um, And it somehow managed to get, I don't know who was doing the marketing for this film, but they've managed to swing it as, John Williams has a lot to answer for is what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh yeah, I keep forgetting he does a score for this. Yeah. Well, there is a moment, so I had to check because the opening shot, I'm going to dive right into it. The opening shot of the film, as you'll remember, is a full moon with clouds parting across it. And the music is so spooky that I had to check if it was Danny Elfman. <laughs> it's like, do, 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 like it's scary. I would um, love to see a Tim Burton directed Home Alone yeah. just from the 90s. I mean, it would not change. No, it'd be a lot more gothic, mm-hmm. a lot more Johnny Depp in it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and a lot more Danny Elfman. <laughs> Alan, do you enjoy this film? It was fine. I, <laughs> I don't. I'm generally the only one who loves this. I think. I, I, don't, hmm, I don't know how much to say. Uh, no, no. Like of all the things we watch, this is genuinely the most disturbing. Really? Yeah. No, not genuinely. <laughs> we did an episode on the human centipede. I know, but like it was like oh. His family are dicks and he gets left alone at home. And I was like, that happened to me a lot. And it was like, oh, mm-hmm. now, now I'm just kind of sad. And then it's like, oh, but his mom comes back and loves him. And I just cried myself to sleep. I, that, so yeah, yeah, on that level, it was quite disturbing. <laughs> but let's talk about funny stuff. Funny stuff. Um, you know, if she wants to never have her family lose each other again, 
No God. There's a great German doctor. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> you did a human centipede reference and it actually worked. <laughs> Fucking well done, Alan. Yep. <laughs> see, see that I had to spend so much on pizza. Oh. What? Oh. Only one meant to feed. Honestly. <laughs> he, he, you know, the worst part is he smashed it the first time and then followed it up with that. <laughs> <laughs> see, at the beginning, like when Kevin's arguing with his brother, I didn't like you because Kevin's brother said to him, I wouldn't let you hang out in my bed if you were uh, growing on my ass. <laughs> Which implies to me that he, his brother sleeps with his ass out the bed. <laughs> Buzz has a lot to answer for. You need to have it under the the sheets, otherwise the goblins will get it. Buzz kind of looks like when you press randomize on a character creator. (laughs) He did it like like an NPC and like bully or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes, is it true French chicks don't shave their pits? And it's like, I wouldn't worry about it. (laughs) He's like 12 also, but anyway. He's the oldest looking 12 year old I've ever seen. Yeah, he's both 12 and 48. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I'll, I'll mention this briefly because he is the only cast member that comes back for the uh, Home Alone reboot that came out on Disney Plus two years ago, which is a piece of shit. With Ashley Me. <laughs> yeah. W- and yeah. What's his name? He was in Jojo Rabbit. Uh, he's a good. Yeah, he's the, the, like the, the Archie Yates. Yeah, Archie Yates. Like, yeah, yeah. He could have been a good Home Alone kid if his character wasn't insufferable as fuck. <laughs> mm. Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper could have been fun villains if they were allowed to be villains. Mm-hmm. And the... I, I hate that fucking movie so much. It goes against what Home Alone's meant to be. But I think Kevin could be super unlikable if he was played by someone else. Well, yeah, then Macaulay Culkin does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. I found him so irritating. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be because you work with kids, though, in it. Mm. Yeah, but they're a lot older. They're teenagers. Okay. <laughs> Why does you look weird there? I mean, Kevin's like, what, eight or maybe? Yeah. Eight, five yeah. kids that age, generally? No. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> some people like kids, some people don't like kids. Well, I work with kids Kevin's age, and uh, yeah, they can be a lot. Do you? Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, a classroom assistant. Oh, yeah. I've mentioned this many times. This is right. only just randomly bringing something up. I forget a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like uh if you want to talk about creepy guys uncle frank he's a mm. cunt he's, he's an absolute cunt mm. a gold digging cunt okay go on well, he's definitely well he's clearly like v- living off of his brother isn't he and like scrounging off of him that's not a gold digger yeah i know I was like, his brother. <laughs> a gold digger for his brother yeah, yeah. is there a term for that uh but uh, a, a scrounger, I guess. But scrounger. what what um, evidence do you have that he isn't also moneyed? Uh, yes, Dean shows the supporting. I don't know. He just he yeah. just. I don't know. He just looks like he scrounges off his brother. He's just a a dick. See when um. It's, when it's Kevin... how ungroomed he looks. <laughs> right. Yeah. When... So that makes him a gold digger. Yeah. No, the prejudices are coming out. This is the scary, scariest <laughs> thing about this episode. Um, when Kevin spills all the milk. And he goes, look what you did, you little jerk. I think it's the meanest, the meanest thing. He looks him dead in the eyes, he says it. And I'm like, honestly, the environment this child has grown up in, I'm not surprised. Well, thankfully he didn't cry over it, so. Okay, 
okay. Fuck. I mean, true. Do you know, I was watching, um, I was watching a lot of, I did a lot of further reading uh-huh. um, for this. I n- never noticed, I've watched it twice to be fair. They throw out Kevin's, when they clean up the milk, they throw out Kevin's ticket yeah. in the bin. Oh. And um, yeah, I was like, well, oh, right. honestly, if you'd not mentioned it, I would have noticed it less. Oh uh, yeah, because that's how they miss them out when they're doing all the counting of the tickets and mm-hmm. that. No, no. Oh. Well, at the airport, they don't yeah. go, hey, you've got an extra person. Yeah. And, ah. and yeah, and then you have that other kid who also looks like he auditioned for Kevin but didn't get the part. And they're just like, yeah, you can stay here. <laughs> they can ask him all the questions. Yeah. I like him. I need to stop watching these films at like 2 a.m. Maybe I know this one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, see, see when um, like the police, uh, they, they obviously, he was in the, at the start. Either as like, the fake police officer. Yeah, yeah. like, see, the, the start of that, I was like, oh, mate, I recognise him from somewhere. Then I realised it was Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up, I was like, oh, who's that guy? I recognise him. And I was like, oh, he plays the bad guy in Home Alone. Oh, wait. <laughs> the film I'm watching currently. Yeah. You uh, know what? Thanks. It did take me a few watches to notice that as well. Granted, I was seven at the time, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, Who is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Joe Pesci's great in this. Yeah, he's like, actually. I think he's easily the best part of the movie because mm-hmm. watching him try not to swear in every scene is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I find it really um, at the start of the film. I think this is a thing that I find annoying about a lot of kind of big American films of that era. Is um, so this isn't a Home Alone uh, criticism necessarily. When there is someone there and everyone acts like it's normal, there's been a policeman in their house for, it seems like, minutes at this point. Um, And they're like, this is fine. Someone could be dead. (laughs) Someone could have died in a horrible accident. And they're like, well, we're waiting for pizza. So um, (laughs) it's really frustrating. It's just that classic American capitalism, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know. Self-involved. I feel really bad for that pizza delivery boy. Yeah. Oh, he's probably traumatized, man. He thought he, yeah. he thought he was getting shot at. Yeah, he gave him yeah. PTSD for nothing. What a dick, Kevin. That's the worst thing you've done. Did you... Home Alone 2, the pizza boy's return. <gasps> that would have been good. Oh. Yeah. Isn't it a different pizza boy in the second one? Yeah, he wouldn't come yeah, back because he got yeah, well, Sally, yeah. Yeah. traumatized at work. Oh man, and right, he was paying for it, not Kevin. Yeah, he's probably to the, the one with Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not in any of the traps. You're going to go anywhere with that? No. <laughs> okay. Which uh, fun fact? I think that uh, he only let them film inside uh, the Plaza Hotel if he had a cameo in the movie. Which is so embarrassing <laughs> for him. <laughs> Presidential uh, cringe. Absolutely. See the uh, the fake gangster film in this. Did you at any point think that was a real movie? Because no. I grew up for at least ten <laughs> years. Thinking, Angels with healthy souls. I generally thought it was a I real it movie. Was be porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, that would have been a very different movie. Here's a pizza. I don't have any money. Oh, oh, no. Why don't we take a seat right over there? That makes the line, I knew it was you, I could smell you getting off the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Let's not. It's Christmas, guys. Please. Yeah, come on. Please. See, oh. see what part really annoyed me. Like, see the at the start of the movie with like the really bad product placement. Did you just notice it? Oh, the Pepsi. I get it. Oh, a lot of Pepsi yeah. Cola. I know. He's like he, the, the wee boy. He's just sitting there, <laughs> and then he just like takes a sip of his Pepsi. And, <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did look like a commercial. They're like, slow down on that Pepsi. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. 
who I believe uh, this, I could be wrong on this, I know a lot of the Culkin brothers were in this, but that is Rory Culkin, who mm. was in mm. Scream 4 as Charlie Walker, one of the, oh. one of the ghost faces. That's mm. yeah. Yeah, was it? Or uh, and I know the other one's also the gay roommate from Scott Pilgrim. It's also see it happened in Scream yeah. Four as well because there's a scene with Scream Four when he stabs him and then he just takes out a Pepsi again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I never noticed that. That's why Scream Four is underrated. Yeah. Although rehire Melissa Barrera, you fucking idiots. Yeah. It's weird to watch that opening scene now, isn't it? Because I think Macaulay Culkin grew up to prefer Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that nice one. <laughs> Thank you. Although he is uh, happily healthy and married now with two kids. Oh, you love to see it. We love Good a recovery story. Yeah. yeah, he's married to uh, London Tipton from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Oh, okay, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, what's That's her name? name? Uh, Brenda Song. Brenda I think. Song. Yeah. Oh, right. I just know her as London Tipton from Sweet yeah. Life of Zack and Cody. I thought that was a real name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, a very long birth certificate. Uh, but they must love her in restaurants if she tips it on. <laughs> Hell, so where else did you hear that? Oh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, I've got some. Um, oh. They call him a disease. The the, the bit where it just goes through. Hey, McAllister does sound like a disease. What? You got McAllister's disease. That does sound like it's something. Really... Daniel, confirm this for us. I mean, you could say that about anything. You could just say any word <laughs> and then put disease after it, and yeah. it sounds like a disease. The Glasgow kid disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't stop wearing pajamas everywhere. <laughs> um, they got. They have a sequence where all of the uh, siblings and cousins one by one just dunk on Kevin for no reason and he is the only one that gets shit for some like he's the only one that gets pulled up it drives me crazy watching it I didn't watch it as a kid I think is important I think watching it as a child you'd be you relate in to your it. head you're Kevin yeah and you're going to be fine and it's going to be great and you're going to be brave and watching it as an adult it's just super frustrating and then you're stressed because the kid is home alone and then he commits. <laughs> You're such atrocities. a caring person, Kathleen. I, I love know, it. I don't. I don't know if um, maybe I'm just too sensitive for this film. But it, it's ju literally just like over an hour and a half of people being horrendous to each other. Mm. It, there's only like it is the actual Christmassy feel of this movie is Old Man Marley's story. Oh yeah, which Jamie is Shallabies. a B plot is he about down? a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the B plot about a man being wrongly accused of being a serial killer is the only festive joy in this film. <laughs> see, see with that guy, there was something that I didn't like. Uh, so where is it? Oh yeah, so so like one thing that irked me about the the shovel guy. Do you like my use of like art? Yeah, thank you, uh, Jamie um, Shalom. Like you know the part at the end where like that guy and Kevin are in the church together. Mm -hmm. I think that's wild because it's a bit dangerous of a child to hang out with an old man in a church. Mm. Yeah, and also he doesn't go, hey, where the fuck are your parents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I never questions that. He just goes and talks about his own fucking problems. Well, yeah, exactly. He's a bit yeah. of a dick. Yeah. Just trauma Everyone dumping on a, a child. Is he kind of like, the, like, there's this character in a lot of Christmas stories, he's kind of like representing the... I don't know, like the Merlin or something of that, like the guy who sends Kevin on his way and gives him advice. Company. Merl Merlin, Kyle. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that a pubic wig? No, Merlin. No. <laughs> <laughs> no he kind of nah, represents I, the American I, of Christmas. Yeah, yeah it's like this, the person who represents Christmas in the story is like him. Although uh, they also have John Hughes in a cameo being Santa Claus, which is weird. <laughs> I think represent the spirit of Christmas is John Candy. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. I keep forgetting about the John Candy. Everyone does, plot. and then he's yeah. there. Um, <laughs> it should have been called John Candy King. Just for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like in the Aptree House of Horror, they yeah. change all their names. Uh, just yeah. Dito. <laughs> I, love the, I love the thought process of Kevin's mum with that though oh no I've lost my kid I'm just going to go on tour with a polka band for a yeah. bit <laughs> this is the thing I'm a huge Catherine O'Hara apologist if she had left her actual child I'd be like Catherine well like method <laughs> act <laughs> yeah big time anything she does I'm like she's so right yeah who we've also seen on this podcast with uh, Beetlejuice she's the mum in that as well yes, have well. you seen Shit's Creek yeah Yes. Of course. Yes. I need okay. to see Catherine O'Hara and more stuff. Yeah, yeah she's so, so good. Bebe. She's class. Uh, I don't know what. Joe Pesci gets a lot of credit for like the villain part in this, but I think Daniel Stern is underrated. Like he didn't have the career boost from this yeah, movie that he right. clearly should have gotten. I don't know who a lot he plays. Marfar, the tall that? burglar, the tall one, the oh, dumb sure. one, <laughs> the one who, in my mind, takes the most injury. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and even more so in the sequels. And uh, so I've not seen any sequels, because um, why would I? But um, <laughs> you have empathy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're, they're stressful for me. Have you yet to develop that empathy? Mm -hmm. Sorry, don't bother. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it makes films yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to point out that I do have empathy. That was a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> right. I'm an empath. <laughs> I know how everyone feels by deciding it and believing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've wow. never met a normal person who calls themselves an empath, uh, but that's a different. See, you see, one thing that I think would have massively improved this film, mm -hmm. right? CF. If you're going to say pigeons. No. <laughs> it would have, though, because they had that in the sequel, didn't they? Yeah. Like the yeah so, oh. uh, I think it would have been a lot better if, like, when the parents flew off to go to Paris, that it was the, the flight from Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> And then he really was going to be home alone forever. <laughs> that would have been good, man. <laughs> oh, God. That's that's equally horrifying. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to look up some fan fiction about that when I, I get home. I don't think that's been made. Dean. Well, I will oh, use ChatGPT to, to write some fan fiction combining oh. Final Destination and Home Alone. What did you think of the decor when they were flying? I thought it was pretty plain. Jesus <laughs> they have a whole bit where um, she goes don't you feel like such a heel that the kids are all in coach and we're I don't know I, I don't speak what they speak but the kids are all in like coach. standard class yeah Aye. and they're in first class there are four seats and like 18 kids but they are and um, they just talk consistently about how kind of fed up having a big family they are as if that's anyone's fault but their own um, sorry, I feel like I'm such a Ke bad movie. Kevin's dad film. is such a shagger, He's man. So like, he needs a hobby. I thought you were going to say, like, such a shitty dad. Oh. That's not what you said. Go on. He is, he is a very passive dad. Yeah. Like, even at the end, when, like, you have that whole sweet moment with Kevin hugging his mom, and then his dad just comes in, like, oh, Kevin, cool, you're fine. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's such an NPC man. Yeah. Non-person. Have you seen the theory that um, it's just a bit of a conspiracy, but that Kevin McAllister's dad actually hired Harry and Marv to go and rob the house so they could get the insurance money? I thought you were going to say to kill his son. That's what I, I thought. Think, yeah, <laughs> but the son got in the way, I think. He clearly <laughs> doesn't... I'll say it. He clearly doesn't love him. Oh, so he doesn't. Nah. He doesn't. Oh, sad on what I said. Oh. Um, <laughs> when, when Catherine O'Hara is like, oh my God, we need to get home... Um, what's that character's name? Kate. Kate um, yeah. We need to get home. He's like, look, we're in Paris now. 
<laughs> we may as well have a nice time. <laughs> Kevin will be fine. Um, he doesn't think about him twice. So mm. I would believe that he, well, yeah, I believe it. See, the moment I related to Kevin most as an adult was when he was walking back with the shopping and then the, all the shopping fell out of the bag. Mm. That's happened to me Tough. more than a few occasions. Yeah. What was the point in that scene where I'm buying the toothbrush? <laughs> so he could bump into old man Marley. That was it. Oh, and he also he needs a yeah. toothbrush. It's promoting good dental health, which is a good moral message for mm. kids. Mm. Oh yeah, hit a guy with a paint can, <laughs> but brush your teeth, kids. <laughs> but now, generally, I think that scene is to just uh, show Kevin a little bit of the fear of the real world because he's only taken a toothbrush, but he thinks he's like the biggest criminal in the world now. Also, he's so small, and so it makes sweet. it makes him scared yeah. of like the real world a bit. He's also such a Toothbrush snob. He wanted yeah. one approved by the American Dental mm. Association. Because he's clearly raised by television, this kind of kid. So mm. he's probably seen that on like TV or something. Oh, he's, his dad was television. Yes. Yeah. He's he the stepdad. So that guy, yeah. that's why he's so passive. That's yeah. why he doesn't love him. <laughs> it's all coming together. The dad is television. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> There's one for the out of context account. <laughs> the shop he does is a very sensible shop, though. Yeah. I was really impressed with it. He got oh, yeah. um, got a lot of juice. Mm-hmm. He got juice, juice. He got juice. Uh, yeah. Um, got macaroni cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Macaroni juice. And famously, laundry <laughs> detergent, which was a point for some reason. Oh, it's because he wasn't scared to do that. There's a lot of like. Yeah, he's afraid of the boiler, which talks to him when he goes into the basement. Also terrifying. Got, I looked away. For a second, he got distracted. I think I was taking a note, and then I looked back, and there was just a boiler talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, is Freddy coming? It's Christmas. Asleep? Oh, God. Freddy Krueger in Home Alone would be hilarious. Mm. I need just someone to make that into mm. a sketch. Speaking of boilers, do you know that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know that um, West Bromwich Albion, their mascot is just a boiler? Oh, maybe. I've seen this. Yeah, it's called Boiler Man. Does, does he talk? I don't, I don't, do boilers typically talk? I don't know. I don't think so. He's just a guy dressed as a boiler because they're sponsored by Ideal Boilers. I wish my boiler could talk. I could actually figure out how it works. Oh, because yeah. you've got, then you've got a friend. Yeah. <laughs> if my boiler could, if my boiler could talk, maybe then I would know. Oh, for God's sake. I don't because you can't talk. So boiler. Is this going to become a recurring thing, yeah, Alan? I think so. I, I, shared a, I shared a car with him for eight hours over the last two days, and he must have made that same joke about 40 million times. Well, at least now we know what your solo show is going to be called. Barely Nor. <laughs> it's about your mum. To be honest. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Al. <laughs> so the traps in this movie are really fun. There, there is a little fun thing that I like, just as like a sort of um, a hero thing. See when it's playing Carol of the Bells at the church, and it immediately transitions perfectly into the John Williams score for him yeah. setting up the trap. Great stuff. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> when he's running down the streets and all the lights are turning on like as he runs by them. Yeah. When it's been kind of established earlier that Harry and Marv have no that when the lights turn on that means everyone's out. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they for some reason time them a minute apart. Everyone on the street is like, you're at 902, I'll be 903. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's a really fun like sequence when he runs out of the church. He leaves it 
tight. I'll say that. He does. He does not have a lot of time to set up that elaborate. Doesn't even get to have his dinner. And also, um, I've tried running during winter time and I've slipped five <laughs> <Rags>. times. <laughs> Fair play yeah. to Kevin for not slipping at any point. I thought it was just going to be like, I've tried running. No. <laughs> it's not for me. No, actually, the last time I did properly run, I broke my ankle after my water bottle fell out of my jacket. Aww. And I never went running again. It was like the universe telling me I'm never going to be oh, a God, runner. My friend had to take like six weeks off of work because he went in, we went rollerblading for the first time in years and then fell and broke his wrist. Oh, man, that's oh, not no. nice. No, he was uh, okay. I Why does that family own so many mannequins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that house have so many mannequins? And I like that they, when he goes into the the basement at the start to be frightened mm -hmm. by the boiler, it kind of pans around the mannequins. I don't think he went like, in to get frightened by the boiler. No, but uh, narratively. <laughs> All right, okay, um, yeah. Tells the boiler to, establish to shut that up. he is frightened of the boiler. Mm -hmm. um, it does, it is good at doing this thing of like um, peppering in things that will become relevant later. Mm -hmm. But it, it shows the mannequins as if they're like a... It's like Christmas decorations, garden and stuff, yeah. 40 mannequins. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah, you know, Every like family's got them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> standing, like, half-dressed, spooky. And he's not scared of them. No, but he's scared of a fucking boiler. <laughs> <laughs> what's, he, what's his problem? Uh, freak. I feel like I'm the only one in this room who actually tried to do Home Alone traps in their house when they were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Oh, I nearly said, no one do your dad's thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was not happy with the first time I tried. <laughs> what happened? Please try and save me from this scene. I just want to clarify that I still love you. I just, Alan, I love you as well. Uh, I just tied a bucket right. to the... I, uh, well. <laughs> I tied a bucket of water to the uh, top of my door, and then when the door opened, <laughs> the water fell on whoever walked in. Unfortunately, it was my brother coming in from walking the dogs. <laughs> That's Mate, like an old school. If it's it like... Is old school it's about horseplay but also <laughs> so be shenanigan, I, really. yeah. I was gonna a do the paint can thing one. but with Budweiser cans and I was stopped by my mum before they could go down the stairs no. uh huh yeah that would have hurt when, someone very when badly when you said bucket of water I was because we're in a I'm in a home alone mindset I was imagining like a paint can so I a bucket of water on the door is like quite cute, really. Yeah. Dean, did yeah. you invent the ice bucket challenge? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Dean learned a lot from doing that. I'm glad it made my bud wiser. Oh. There's so much dead air on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> I just want a hypercut of like, the reactions yeah. after that. That's why we love him, though. <laughs> yeah, another joke. Just everyone like. So, uh, <laughs> of. Like, you know how uh, I can infamously watch Jaws in my head? Yeah. I love Jaws. Go on. I've watched Home Alone so many times that I know the sound effects of all the traps. Mm. <laughs> like how they sound and stuff. Like, See, Kathleen, that's, <laughs> what, that's what your problem is. You watched it through your eyes. He's watching it through his mind. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, you're experiencing it on a different level. Yeah. He's on a different plane. <laughs> <laughs> so of the traps in the movie, I like what ones stand out to you? What ones are your favourites? Oh, okay, something I want to mention before the traps, though. All right, what do you got? Okay. Right, so... Thank you. Uh, so, like, uh, there was a really weird bit um, before the kind of like the, the wet bandits went into the house where I think they missed a huge opportunity to break the fourth wall. Because they said, oh, like, um, who's the one that isn't Marv? Harry. Harry. So, like, Harry said to Marv, he was like, oh, remember that kid who lives here? Uh, he, he lives here. 
Oh, uh, it's, I've fucked up my notes. I'll start again. <laughs> uh, remember that kid who we saw driving? Uh, he lives here. Well, if the kid's here, the parents got to be. No, he's home alone. Hey, that's the name of this film. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so they should have done. Uh, that's what I'd have done. Is that not when he says the line, I think we're getting scammed by a kindergartner? A kindergartner. Uh, kindergarten is such a long word for a place that involves small children. They're not going to be able to say that. It's a German word. Yeah. yeah. Child garden. Nursery sounds a lot easier to say than kindergarten. All welcome to my child garden. <laughs> I, I like how I transitioned into yeah. the accent there. You yeah, sounded like yeah, the toy yeah. maker from the last end. night's Doctor Who there. That was creepy. Man. Oh, I didn't watch <laughs> we were filming this on 10th December. <laughs> um, child garden. Well, as we speak, there is currently a Doctor Who special on that I am probably watching right now. Yeah. In my Kindergartner. Probably no more. Come on, Alan. Alan, look what you've done. I know. Oh, no, my <laughs> mouth's going to work. I was going to say, it sounds like a Fisher Price did a human centipede. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. God. At Christmas. Um, so the traps are the really traps funny. The traps are really fun. <laughs> yeah. I, right, this is the main reason that I said that this film is deeply unsettling to me because it's suggesting that the things that are happening in this house are fun and festive and the disconnect like the juxtaposition of that to me is the most horrifying mm. thing the traps are not fun i'm sorry to undermine you on your own podcast <laughs> the traps are not fun they're horrible um have you seen there's like a, a wired um, Wired did a video, you know, they get like an expert in on stuff. Mm -hmm. They have a video that's a trauma oh, surgeon yeah. who goes through all of the traps and how they would actually fuck you up. Um, and I watched it this morning and was horrified. Yeah. But um, but the way it's executed in the film is it's like Looney Tunes violence. Of course, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like slapstick. I mean, it'd be fine. pretty bad if he just got... If he literally got fucking... Yeah, there is. Well, like, he, sta he sta stands in the nail and then it cuts to like three three months later and he's died of tetanus. Yeah, <laughs> lost a leg. <laughs> uh, well, there is another horror film called Better Watch Out where they do like a scene where it's like, oh, what if a Home Alone trap was real? And it's horrifying. Mm. Oh, do you remember they did it on Mythbusters? Yeah, they did, mm. yeah, they did the pain the, like, can thing on yeah, Mythbusters, didn't they? Um, the only one I remember like seeing debunked is that uh, if the hot doorknob thing actually happened, it would set the door on fire. Because if it's that hot, yeah. it's going to hmm. light fire to hmm. the wood. I do think like it, it is properly fun. The ingenuity of all of the, the things that Kevin comes up with. Mm -hmm. I get why if you watched it in your childhood, you'd be like, this is so cool. He's so creative. He's so brave. Like That's what I would do if I was home alone when it's not. Um, but the actually watching those men go through that pain is, is something else. Uh, John Agassild, mm -hmm. great comedian, yeah. Um I want everyone at home to go to YouTube, type in John Agassil, Christmas lawyer. He has a great skit where he is the defense lawyer of Harry and Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and Classic he, like, John, man. He like explains the life-changing injuries <laughs> that Kevin has inflicted on them and why they should be found not guilty. See, um, for the longest time, I think, from when I was a kid, not like up till now, I thought that the, uh, the barbecue lighter on the door was a potato masher. <laughs> and I put a potato masher on my door thinking it would do the same thing. <laughs> Just, uh... It's like, why is that potato masher red? <laughs> I mean, you can get red potato mashers. <laughs> yeah, but they're not hot. You could also get red potatoes. <laughs> so what was your favourite trap, Kathleen? <laughs> my my favourite trap, um... 
I think the tarantula is a good old fashioned. Oh, like and also the Daniel Stern wire. deserved a Tony for that scream, man. So like. good. The drama. I love when Kevin pings the wire and it's like a real cartoony ping, um, and he's like, right, good to go. A lot of it is fun. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. The there's a lot of nice like fun callbacks where there's a part earlier in the film where Kevin is looking at the Christmas tree, and he sees Marv. Um, in the background of the bobble yeah he's right. looking at a bobble and he sees his head pop up mm-hmm. in the window behind him which is terrifying um, so then when he sprinkles the bobbles on the floor and then he steps on them mm-hmm. that's my least favourite one I got very drunk at a wedding in Dublin um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> a quick turnaround they had an open bar um, we got very drunk and had a great night and then I woke up and I thought there's glass in my feet um, because I'd taken my shoes off at some point and had not, I was like, there's glass in my foot. Um, and we were flying home the next day and I had to go home and sit with my feet in like a, a anti-back bath for hours and hours and hours and try to get this glass out. And that's all I can think about when he goes in and then steps on them and then goes, Wah! and then steps on them more and steps on them more. And I just think some fucking nurse is going to have to sit there and pull all those slivers of glass. Maybe I'm just taking it too seriously. I understand that. His feet actually do get a lot of trauma in this yeah. movie. The nail and the mm-hmm. Christmas ornaments. It's not good. And yeah. also then going out in the snow barefoot, probably not great for them. I think the ice is really smart. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's, a, that's sort of a classic yeah, kind of thing. You know, you should um, I put a banana peel? <laughs> yeah, just for a, a garnish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the hot doorknob's my favorite because it was the it was the most like I'd never seen anything like that before in a movie until Home Alone. Yeah, and I think there's been a lot of uh, films that tried to imitate it, like though. I've seen one where they actually they froze the doorknob on it, like in a Home Alone ripoff, so hard that when they actually tried to open it, their hand just got stuck. Yeah, they used, uh, instead of a potato masher, they used a potato peeler for that one. The paint cans is very classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's more cool. like the pain cans. Yeah, huh? yeah, knew that was coming. Yeah. Knew that was coming. See, it's silent. See, <laughs> see, with, um, see where the tarantula is mm-hmm. on uh, Marv's face? Yeah. Uh, then it, it goes the, on Harry's yeah so uh, when it's growing. on um, Marv when he puts it on Marv he, he sees his, the spider right? right and he's like oh let's get that spider on his face so that he lets go of my leg despite the fact he has a fully loaded air rifle on his back mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which he's already shot in the face with. Exactly. He's like, nah, I, I can only use each weapon once. That's what it is. That's my, <laughs> that's my rule. That's how I make it fair for you guys. The spider has become a lovable character in the movie. It can't get shot yeah, with a bear rifle. I love her. No, he's not going to shoot the spider. He's going to shoot uh, Marv in the face. Yeah. Why would he but shoot the get spider? The free. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know spiders had a concept of gender, but yeah, it's a trans shiller. Oh, I'm happy for her. Um, <laughs> That's somehow worse than my rice sponsor ability joke. <laughs> no, nothing ever will be as bad as that. Spider. But she and I are hardly acquainted appropriately. <laughs> she is well appointed. <laughs> Please. Did you please, think this please, podcast please. was going to be a good advertisement for our triple bill? No, I yeah. think you should I mean, cut out Alan from every clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. See, as well, like just after the spider, mm-hmm. um, when uh, Marv hits Harry with the crowbar, mm-hmm. and then they're like, right, we better chase him, and they throw the crowbar away. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I'm about? Is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, just, I laughed it really out loud. Just, 
boils my piss. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone use that phrase in a long time. Oh, that would stink. They're so incompetent, as the French would say. Why did he not know what that meant? How could he not work it out? He's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> He's eight years old. He's when a dingus. He's a little jerk. Um, <laughs> when, right, Marv is a tall one. Yes. Right. When Harry comes in through the door and the, the torch sets his head on fire oh, yeah. and Joe Pesci does that face, like just freeze frame that face for like, I want to say like 10 seconds. I laughed out loud. It really, really made me laugh. Um... I don't know why it was so like classic cartoony slapstick. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to set up one of those at my door just to stay warm the winter. Yeah, exactly. We've <laughs> all got it and put it to use. Um, I think that one's fun because I don't know. It's the it's the the only thing that makes this fun for me is how great Harry and Marv are. Yeah, they're really fun. Um, they got really good chemistry, and they're actually yeah. they're. Th- I know they're family movie villains, but they actually feel threatening, yeah. unlike mm-hmm. the ones in the new one where there's like, so they've essentially, they've made it even worse. They twisted it in the new one so that the burglars are going back to steal something from the kid that the kid stole from them so they can save their house and their mortgage. What the so fuck? it isn't funny when they get caught in the traps yeah, in that one. That yeah. Whereas in like, in this one, they established that Harry and Marv want to kill Kevin. So it is funny when they get caught in the traps. Yeah. yeah fuck the new home alone i was reading this oh sorry i was reading this um the joe pesci avoided macaulay culkin on set because he he wanted him to because joe pesci is nice Mm. and um he wanted macaulay culkin to be like afraid of him Mm. Mm. um which is again fucked it's like (laughs) something i would expect from i don't know a much scarier weirder director than chris Mm. columbus but Mm. Stanley Kubrick. So yeah, Stanley Kubrick type <laughs> shit, yeah. Um, yeah. God. A Stanley Kubrick Home Alone would be horrifying. <gasps> That's fun. Who do you think is the best director for, like, a Home Alone concept, kind of the exact same film, Edgar but Wright. a different... Edgar Wright would be great. Yeah. There was an amazing film called You're Next by Adam Wingard. That's oh, a very fun really film. Yeah. I have not seen that in ages. I need like, to rewatch that it. That kind of felt like a kind of... If Macaulay Culkin grew up, uh, that was we have we have to cover that. That was a, that was that's a really good film. Yeah. All right. We got any uh, true or falses this week, Alan? We do, but you've done your homework because you just cited what I was going to use as one of them. Oh, but sorry. thankfully, I didn't go for it. Okay. Oh shit. Um. So first, sorry. Just before you start, can I clear my throat a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm so unwell. <coughs> Great. Thank Fairly you. So, the big guy who drives the mum home was actually an inspiration for Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes for that. When did Family Guy come out? Uh, early 2000s? So yeah. Early 2000s. Uh, I'm going to say false because I think you just wanted to do that laugh. I really mm. believe that John Candy... Inspired Peter it. Griffin. Yeah, I don't know for this film specifically. Cause he's Peter Griffin's not very helpful or, and he's, he's pretty <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I've not yeah. watched Family Guy, so True. I can't... <laughs> no, no, it's not really my thing. Yeah. Okay, well, that one is shite. False. <laughs> <laughs> knew, I knew you just wanted to do your Peter Griffin impression. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched enough of Family Guy to know that's accurate. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's stunt double was a 30-year-old man. <laughs> that's true. Was it yeah. Was it one with dwarfism? Like You're awfully short for a dwarf. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, otherwise, they would have to just 
fling another child into yeah, yeah and that's a child yeah i'll say true yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah, that one's true the studio originally got in trouble with the american association for animal welfare and film as it appeared the tarantula died when it actually just shed its skin oh i'll say true i remember reading true. something for that uh, yeah true that one's false i don't actually know if tarantulas shed their skin Do oh they? yeah that's snakes <laughs> I think, I think yeah. other invertebrates. Who the fuck am I kidding? I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> I also made up that association name, so I'm glad it sounded real. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola Culkin drew the map that Kevin uses to set his traps. Yes, that's oh, yeah, true. I believe that. That true. one is true. Aww. It does look like something a kid would draw, all yeah. the crayons and that. An but... adult couldn't get the nuances of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they wouldn't have used a crayon. They could never draw that. Oh. This movie's editor is the voice. Uh, yeah, the editor for the movie is the voice on the answering machine when Harry and Marv are robbing the first house. That man then went on to make his directorial debut in Home Alone Three. True. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you already know that. Yeah. Because yeah, I think Home Alone Three is underrated. If you think the traps in this are hardcore, yeah. There's one where a lawnmower falls on a guy's head and just gives him a haircut. <laughs> it looks like something out of Saw. He <laughs> oh, got the opposite of short back and sides. <laughs> Even worse, they tried to up it. Instead of burglars, uh, the kid in it is taking on terrorists who are working for North Korea, trying to get a what? microchip. What? It's generally, it's one of the most <laughs> jump the shark kind of movies ever made, and I, I'm here for it. I watch it every Christmas. Okay. A bookshelf also falls on the guys from the top of a house, and somehow oh, they survive. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like, you want to be invited your mum on. Um... <laughs> If, who's mum? Who's mum? Yeah, I don't know who's, but anyway. Um, oh, what was I going to say? If this was marketed differently, because it's not it's not that I dislike violent films or I dislike, um, it's just that you go in, you've got your wee hot chocolate, you're ready for a nice time, and then it's violence, pain and violence uh, mm. throughout. Um, so I, this is the thing, I would watch it very happy. I feel like I'm trying to defend myself and I don't have to. I'll please continue with the... Oh no, I was done. I was just going to okay, say, child okay. neglect is best. No, it's just like, when it comes to like, because I know a lot of people like don't like the violence in it, because I've always yeah. seen it as just like, it's like Looney Tunes violence. So sure. it's so over the top that you can't really take it seriously. It does get his head scolded. And oh no, he does actually stand on that nail as well. Yeah, like, big mm. time. I mean, it yeah. doesn't like go right through, but oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Horrid. Uh, also, the, the iron, I think, is a nice underrated little trap. That's something like I would try and make if I had a laundry chute. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know, was was the iron on when it hit him? Because it know, leaves a big mark a, on his face. What, like burn. I think. Must have had a fucking long cold. I know. I was plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> you can heat it up and then drop it. Irons in the nineties, man. They were had really long cords. <laughs> I'm I'm been told. <laughs> who told you that? <laughs> My cousin, who was a teenager in the nineties. Moving on. <laughs> There's not often that, bluff. <laughs> that I've thought, you know what? Time to talk about my cousin about irons from the. <laughs> from the you know <laughs> mate. You've seen how weird I am as an adult. Can you imagine how weirder I would have been as a kid? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's fair. asking about irons and micro machines and stuff. That's the only one that I have probably done, but like accidentally because I just couldn't be bothered cleaning my toys up when I was a kid. <laughs> 
No one fell and broke their neck, <laughs> thankfully. Wait, sorry. Oh, I see. Oh, I thought yeah. we were talking about the iron. I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Left my toy iron out. Left oh. his, his toy iron just in the laundry <laughs> shit. Oh. Mind you, they do have Christmas toys now where it's like uh, the kids are pretending to be like doing housework, which sucks for toys. They've had that mm. for eight for eight. Yeah. yeah, but that sucks. Like, imagine opening that up on Christmas. Oh, fantastic. We can play, do pretend play housework. Like just get is, them to do real housework. This has been girls' toys forever. It's just yeah. that they're them addressing gender toy- balance by also them existing boys as toys, toys in the first place. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. can we just get women tanks? Please, yeah. like tan- not even the kids. Just tan girls. Yeah, <laughs> tan girls a good movie. Yeah. Yes, Tiana Women Square <laughs> Queen. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, so, we haven't. Sorry. Oh, what, 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 we what, haven't really touched on the South Bend shovel slayer. Yeah, he's what? the uh, the shovel slayer, the old man. Oh guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We know a very lovely comedian called Jamie Shellam who is looks exactly like yeah, him. Yeah, he does look like him. him. Yeah, shout out Jamie. Um, don't kill anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you see a child all by himself in a church on Christmas, please call Childly. Yeah. Also, go tell your son that you love him and you're, you're sorry. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if Jamie has a son, but if he does, do, do that this Christmas, Jamie. And if you must kill someone, do it at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, like, no, I, I think the whole story with the uh, old man Marley is like the highlight of the film. When he's like yeah. uh, waving at him through the end, that's when it really gets to me. Oh, that was mm-hmm. lovely, yeah. Yeah. Especially uh. for a film where they put him up on a hook, like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is quite cool that he's the one who saves Kevin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that because I was like, "There's one adult in this who, again, is an alleged serial killer, but there's one adult in this street who's looking out for this child." Uh, and I don't know what the trauma of the traps would do, but I don't know if I would go through that little fun house and then decide to become a cannibal like Joe Pesci does. <laughs> he's, he's gonna bite off all Kevin's fingers. I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> going through my notes there like hang on <laughs> I, I was thinking have I missed this story yeah <laughs> no yeah that was very strange because it, it, it really creeped me out because it has like the you know when you see a baby you're just like oh I just want to bite your little finger it had that kind of like excitement to it and I was like ah uh, Harry um, I really disliked it it's but. just as well that the shovel hit Harry um, slowly because if, imagine if it had hit him and then that just causes his jaw to clamp around his fingers oh god, oh, god. could have been horrible. that would have been like something out of fucking uh, like like better watch out or like a proper Christmas horror thing <laughs> I, I can't remember what animal it is uh, it may be dogs but I think if a dog is like bitten you and it's like clamped on you apparently to make it release it's uh, it's jaw you're meant to stick your finger up its anus Okay, I'll bite my finger. <laughs> uh, I, so, I, could you imagine if Shovel Guy just did that to, to <laughs> Joe Pesci? <laughs> you know what? I bet Joe Pesci would enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Don't, don't waste the it's prostate. Open minded, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that guy. He's uh, like, he's, I remember actually, I looked up who was originally meant to be these. Uh, Robert, Robert De Niro was in talks for uh, no, playing the anyway. character. I can't imagine Robert really? De Niro being Harry. It's it, it, so scary. It'd be like Taxi Driver Robert De Niro, yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Although he he would have made a good Marv, I think, if they wanted to make Marv less dumb and more scary. Mm. Yeah, they when he goes and he goes and says to Santa at some point, mm-hmm. he says, "Santa says, what do you want for Christmas?" 
and he says, I want my family back. I want my mom back and all my cousin and it says all the names of all his siblings. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, and Uncle Frank, if he's got time and less. What Santa, I can only assume has been like a horrible bus crash mm -hmm. and where all his family is now dead. Um, and he goes, well, I've clocked off, but here's, he gives him like a piece of gum or something. Yeah. Um, and then doesn't call anyone. Stupid Santa. Thoughts yeah. on this? Yeah, Dick. anyway, whatever. Fuck Santa. I, if you work as a Santa Claus, I feel you should have some sort of child protective mm. training. Aye, but... You need to have like a PVG or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's skis. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate fake Santas. As opposed Elaborate. to Elaborate. Do you have a trauma? <laughs> no, they just creep me out. That's fair. Mm. I like how you say fake Santas as if that implies <laughs> yeah. there is a real one. Let He's me keep my it. childlike yeah. whimsy for a bit longer, Kyle. Oh. You're in your mid to late 20s. I can lose it when I'm 30. My friend's family <laughs> used to leave a paint out for Santa. It's the most Scottish thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I I like, is it not supposed to be milk? No, he's had enough milk. No, I left, I left them out whiskey when I was a kid. Oh, oh for fuck. <laughs> did. did you leave out Valium? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Just a wee trail of Valium to the tree. Uh, oh. So we can't really do favourite kill, but I suppose we can do favourite trap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the, the hot doorknob. It's classic and it's, mm. uh, it's just really cool and inventive. I will go with the childhood trauma brought back to me through child neglect. Excellent. Mm. Uh, I'll go for the paint cans. Uh, that classic. was the one that kind of stuck with me the most. Kyle, can I go on up, please? Paint cans. Kathleen? Thank you. <laughs> um, I think I'll go for. Both of mine are for the performances. Mm -hmm. um, Joe Pesci is being burned in the head. Mm. And what's the man's name? Daniel Stearns. Mm -hmm. um, when the spider's put on his face and he does that big scream. Deserves um, a Tony for that. Iconic. Iconic yeah. um, shot, both of them. Class. All right, so now the favorite part of the podcast comes. How many big pumpkins are we going to give this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's not very Christmassy. Nah, do you know why we call it Big Pumpkins? That's Peter Bell's nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> but, big okay. pumpkin. Big pumpkin. I think I'm gonna be the only one who's going to give it a positive pumpkins rating. I'm but I'm going to go four. I'm going to be reasonable. I've given out too many fives lately. Okay. Can I go last? Okay. Sure. <laughs> I take this very seriously. Uh, I'll go for two pumpkins. Two pumpkins. Yeah, I'll I mean, it's all right. It's it's just uh, it's not really my thing. Are you more of a the Grinch I'm, at Christmas kind of guy? I, I'm not a Christmassy kind of guy, really. Like Fair massively. enough. Mm. Don't Hence, have to be. Don't get caught up in the capitalism of it, Kyle. You're fine. <laughs> what about the family? Yeah, it's because uh, like Santa's all about um, Coca Cola, and I'm as we discussed more of a Pepsi man. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <shot>. Yeah. Kathleen, <laughs> mm. I imagine your score is similar. No, so, uh, yeah, as I say, I don't actually think this is, like, a bad film. I think it's mismarketed. And I am a Christmas slut. So, <laughs> I love Christmas. You're a slut for Christmas or at Christmas? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm a slut for Christmas. Meaning um, to like Christmas. Come on now. Sorry, sorry. Come on. Um, sorry, I was thinking about my mum again. But, yes, um, I was also thinking about your mum. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm going to give it, like, a 3.5 there are elements of it that are really fun um i can't imagine sitting down with my kids and watching it hmm. um didn't know you had kids no 
Um, that's why I can't imagine. She forgot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Left them at home. Oh, shit, I'm left them at home. Um, You're really taking too much from Catherine O'Hara. I wish. Um, I take a lot more. Um, yeah, I would give it a 3.5. Um, the score is great. Parts of it are really fun. It's not festive at all. If you want a creepy Christmas film, watch Green Knight, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that's what with Dev Patel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I would Patel. ride him so hard. Oh, oh he's so sick. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think I've ever heard you be horny for someone before, Dean. <sighs> oh, Dev Patel in the Green Knight is so fucking hot, man. Hmm. Oh, anyway. Very good movie as well. Yeah. But, Alan. Uh, I think I gave it three and a half on Letterboxd, but I'm going to go with. I have to think about it. I think three big pumpkins. That's fair. It's okay. fine. I don't know what the average is because I don't do maths, but uh, that's what we got for Home Alone. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I think. Like cooking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I think that will uh, more or less uh, wrap us up. Uh, Kathleen, thanks so much for coming Thank on. You for me. Anything you want to plug, Kathleen? Uh, yes, I do. I am doing the Glasgow International Comedy Festival mm-hmm. in March. I will be doing a preview for a, my solo show, Cryptid. If you like scary things, which I presume you do if you're listening to this podcast. Um, it is a show about trying to be so many versions of yourself that you're not sure the real you exists anymore. And it's kind of based on um, when I was younger, I liked a lot of like camp comedy horror films like Young Frankenstein and Little Shop of Horrors. So it's that kind of vibe. Um, if you like that sort of thing, you can buy tickets, please, God, uh, buy someone buy a ticket. I will come um, to that. That sounds great. Yeah, that's great. Good. That's a great um, concept. Uh, it's at the on Sunday, 24th of March. It would be great to see people there. Uh, and that's me, I think. Class, and that does not clash with our show, so uh, yeah, I'm going to come down. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So we will on not cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean the one on the 17th of March at Van Winkle West at quarter to five on the Sunday? Yeah. Yes, Scream, Scream Queens, Queens oh, with all yeah, the three of it. us. And you know what? We might as well end this with a little bit of a Christmas present. You may have noticed in the thumbnail that Kathleen's name is the only one there. That's not because I'm terrible at making uh, thumbnails or anything. That's because... Kyle is joining the Blood, Sweat and Fierce team permanently. Yay! It was the Christmas jumper that got him it, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> Once more with feeling, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, nice to be here. There you go. And where can we find you, mate? Uh, well, on social medias. At? At Kyle Samuel. The A is an X. Yeah. Which one? The A. Okay. the only A Uh, Alan where can we find you Alan J Comedy on all respectable social media sites and non-respectable sites Uh, so you can find me at Dean T Byrne that's B-E-I-R-N-E everywhere and you can find the pod at Blood Sweat and Fears pod pretty much everywhere we're going to be putting out a lot more clips and we've got a lot of fun guests that are still to come out Um, just a clarification there will be another episode with Chris Thorburn that comes out shortly after this that does not have Kyle in it just just because we had to film them in November because Christmas is a busy time for comedians but uh, once again thank you guys so much for coming on and uh, we will see you next time. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Yeah, have a nice Christmas, you cunts. <laughs>